My guess, he's compensating for something big. Yeah, or small, if you catch my drift. You are quite articulate for a duck. That, sir, is very close-minded. You know, I, um, I'm looking for something. The embers of Genesis, you know where I can find them. Cosmic Flora down the hall. Take a Louie at the Frost Giants, a Hard Ralph at the Cronins. You're gonna see a sign for elvish literature? Ignore that. Total snooze. Screw it. Give me the tour. You know what they say when you're out of luck. Always go duck. I'm pretty sure no one says that. Oh, they say it. Really? Totally. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdish New Bully and your host Leroy, aka Sloppy Joe, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, aka R2D's nuts. <laughs> yeah, we're back with the episode. And yeah, we're just gonna start off. We're just gonna hit the ground running. Eli, the reason I said it because I realize kids these days don't even know what a sloppy joe is. Unless they go on the internet and they think it's something else that it's not. Yeah, what we what, they, what, what they call it? Is it kind of like a woke name now? Is it like a uh like a Nobody eats is, it. Is, because... is derogatory is a sloppy Joe derogatory now? Is that offensive? Right. Who does it offend? I want to know. <laughs> I'm pretty not sure all, it offends somebody. No, not all people named Joe are sloppy. That's <laughs> right. insensitive. You know. Exactly. So, sloppy yeah, but, person or something. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a story behind it why they call it that, but we'll find that later. We will do our research. And it's it. and it's probably racist. <laughs> More than likely, anytime we do any research on anything, is racist, sexist, whatever. So, oh man, yeah, we're back. What up, Michelle Whitaker, Kate? Yeah, I can see who's doing that. Yeah, so let's go. Cool. All we right, got so people in the comments already or no? Already, well, not in the comments, but I see people react. But anyway, we're gonna jump okay. into it. Like I said, we had some bad news to start off. Uh, and Eli, I'm gonna let you uh, go into it because I feel like I should know more about this, but I don't. That's why I defer to you on these these topics. Okay. You kind like a, you kind like our expert, so I'm an expert on this. I I, I okay. Uh, I'm just sharing I, I think, out the I'm sharing I, out the link right now. So uh, oh, I mean, I keep talking about sloppy joes and stuff. You know, Slo <laughs> sloppy joes are good. <laughs> I mean, that, you know what? That is something we agree on. Sloppy joes are good. Only thing is, like I said, since moms don't cook anymore, kids don't get sloppy joes because no store sells sloppy joes anymore. So. You won't know what a sloppy Joe is, but if you Google it on the internet, you might it might be some weird kinky sex shit. You know, might see, oh, you want a sloppy Joe? You know, <laughs> you know, that's the first thing I, when you said sloppy, I was like, oh shit, what's he gonna say? Right, exactly. Joe? You say oh, sloppy okay. Joe, people think it's something else than what it is. Like, no, it's like, mom, I want a sloppy Joe. Shut the fuck up, bam. You know, anyway. All right, but I'm gonna let you start. I've filibustered enough. I'm gonna let you start okay. with. Oh yeah, you, I'm so. ready. Yeah, I shared the link. <laughs> okay, get in the chat, y'all. Smash yeah. that like button. All that shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Let's see. Yes. Uh. Rest in peace to Sonny Chiba. Um. Sonny Chiba is a martial arts star who is uh. Yes, been in a bunch of cool uh, martial art movies. He made. He was made famous from the movie True Romance. 
the Quentin Tarantino flick, um, where his the character in that movie went to see a Sonny Chiba triple feature, the street the Street Fighter series, um, the Street Fighter movies, um, and yeah, he's been in a bunch of bunch of cool martial. If you're a kung fu flick or martial arts movie fan, he he's, he was in Kill Bill. Quentin Tarantino. I, I was just about to say that he was also in Kill Bill. So yeah, yeah, he actually was. He played Hattori Hanzo like back in the 60s or 70s. And then when Quentin Tarantino made Kill Bill, said, you know what? I'm going to get Sonny Chi to play Hattori Hanzo again. So, um, and another thing. Who, who, who was a real life ninja? But yeah, that's or Samurai. Right. Yeah, Samurai. Um, was he Samurai? Oh, yeah. shit, okay. um, but also, um, Sonny Chiba was in a movie called The Bodyguard. And the beginning of that movie um, has that the the path of the righteous man that whole Ezekiel Bible verse that came from the Bodyguard movie with uh, Sonny Chiba, and that's where Quentin Tarantino got that for Pulp Fiction. So yeah, you're always seeing where Quentin Tarantino is like getting all his inspiration from. And yeah, Dave, you're Dave, right. He was the uh, the Yakuza uncle. He was the gangster uncle of the Donkey Kong, the Donkey King, Draft King. I think that's what the movie was. It's been a while since I've seen Tokyo Drift, but yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, it means something he chose lab, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was in uh yeah, was in Fast and Furious. Um yeah, Kill Bill. Uh yeah. He's been in a bunch of cool flicks. Samurai Reincarnation. If you ever get a chance to see that, that movie is dope. It's um it's basically Samurai Showdown as a movie. It's fucking samurais and ninjas and ghosts and magical powers and shit. And he played in that. Storm Riders is another classic. Storm Riders is like another live action Mortal Kombat where Kung Fu fighters are like throwing ice and fire and fireballs and, you know, all that magic stuff you see in video games and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So rest in peace, Sonny Chiba. He, he is a legend. And um, right that, that day it happened, like my feed, because I follow a bunch of like Kung Fu fan pages bunch of tributes came people are like making tribute videos like all over my feed just of his highlights his clips and stuff so he was uh yeah he was a legend in the kung fu martial arts film world so good journey good sir yeah rest in peace to sunny chiba uh what else we got here gabriel i love your profile pic what is his profile pic oh, static, oh it's static. static yeah yeah static okay yeah i, I love his profile pic also uh again uh i didn't think anything hey, about Dave, i saw storm riders at a midnight showing in minneapolis when it first released in 97 98 yeah i was i yeah i was huge into kung fu flicks and i i actually had a membership to like these this asian media group i would get free tickets in the mail and stuff and i'd like every weekend for like four three or four years i was like going to these midnight showings of kung fu movies and i saw storm riders when it was first released back in the day so yeah storm riders is dope <laughs> nice so uh yeah we'll just move on from there what do we got there oh eli well let's let's since you said you had something to talk about this let's talk about it okay All right. also rest in peace to only fans because we just want to talk about only fans because anytime we talk about that uh we're gonna get it we're gonna get a uh you know a, a bump in traffic anyway so yeah Recipes on the fans, if anybody don't know, Eli, I know you know about this. When is actually, when does they stop the ban goes on sexual explicit content? I think it was October or something. I think it's October. Or the month so, or yeah. no, it's this fall. They got like a month or two. 
before yeah. they, before they go out of business. <laughs> that, that's what I was just about to say. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> they about to come to do MySpace. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. So OnlyFans, the porn website, is gonna ban porn. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they want to be known. I don't think they want to be known for that. But that's what they eventually got attached to them. So they wanted to branch out. They wanted to do other things. They wanted to be like, you know, Facebook and Twitter. But once they say, oh, you do porn? Yeah, let's just do that. And then because like anytime porn, new technology. Porn, right. everybody, and, and, uh, and everybody starts lying and getting all self-righteous. Porn, I don't jerk off at all. Oh. <laughs> well, someone think about the children. <laughs> They're all full of shit, yeah. <laughs> it's like, right, Luke said, like Luke said, two live crew, y'all lying, y'all lying. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is you know what only fans got i think only fans got bigger than what it expected to be because one one thing we can uh expect uh the reason only fans got so big was because of covid you don't hey, have to go on. like megan megan the stallion said got the got us all through the quarantine <laughs> <laughs> right and that's what i just was saying that's what i was just about to say the downfall of only fans came from one person and guess who that person was eli beyonce really it all leads back to beyonce i'm gonna tell okay. you why i'm reason i'm gonna say that because what you don't understand is the power are we beyonce through the looking had. glass is your third eye open now no 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 no, no. <laughs> this is like this is like a known thing it's like a known thing because nobody kind of knew what only uh, only fans was and then she said it in a song now like i said beyonce has the power that a mere utterance of anything she says becomes a brand overnight so when she said it everybody was like only fans what is this what is it what is that you know, then it became a thing. Everybody started jumping on OnlyFans. Subscribe to my OnlyFans, you know. Uh, and then these celebrities started jumping on. You know, the Catch Me Outside girl, uh, some Disney oh, stars that can't get in movies and shit. They're I all heard on about OnlyFans. what's her face? The uh the uh, uh yeah, the Disney star. <laughs> <laughs> One of the all of the I, Disney stars. It was, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was like on the news, and a bunch of the chicks got mad at her because she got on there and basically took a bunch of I don't know. I heard it was like a, it was a big, no, she didn't do anything. She didn't do one. Yeah. She didn't do anything. And then, you know, yeah. But she had like a bunch of subscribers. She raised $20 a month. Raised the prices and shit. It took money away from them. And it was like, yeah, it was, yeah. I heard some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing about OnlyFans. You got a bunch of celebrities jumping on it. So now it has notoriety and now they're trying to branch out. They're trying to be like every other social media site. But once you get that, brand of porn on there you can't branch on everybody else eli for instance take take this podcast for instance yeah we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on youtube what if i tell everybody right now we're on OnlyFans? they would look at us kind of crazy even with the band on there you <laughs> well, know? they would expect some, some they would expect something <laughs> watch me suck my own dick you know and i'm not gonna say any shit like that you know but they would expect certain things from a comic I book for a dollar i mean just, <laughs> right. i just want to not that i'm gonna get off on i just want to see if you can do it <laughs> just see if i can do it you know hey twenty dollars yeah. see if i can without, do without it. killing yourself you know you know what i won't even do it I'll just get I'll ask for twenty dollars and won't even do it. Like you, you want to see if I can do change, it? I can't hey, do it. Change the title of this episode, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get us banned from every other site other than OnlyFans. We'd have to go to OnlyFans. 
<laughs> but just think of the traffic we'll get. Just think of what we'll be trending and shit. The, the, all the like, clicks will will, get. will he do it? Will he do it? We'll be national news. We'll be like, <laughs> it'll be national. Like, and watch this, watch this content creator do that. You know, like, I'm not gonna do it, <laughs> but you won't know until you pay the money. So, so you just have to assume that I did it. You know, at but one yeah, million, at one million subscribers, <laughs> <laughs> if I Leroy, get one million subscribers, I will suck on dick. Yeah, Leroy will self-filate himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that's what I'm gonna change the title to. <laughs> what are we talking about? OnlyFans. Okay, yeah. So uh like I said, the change is you just can't just change what you're doing all of a sudden. It is going to backfire on you. OnlyFans, if you try to rebrand stuff like that, you're gonna become MySpace. That's what MySpace tried to do. That's what happened to them. So yeah, and it's if, yeah. from what I understand, I guess like because I follow a bunch of you know big booty chicks on Instagram and shit. You know, mm-hmm. a bunch of cosplaying porn stars. Porn stars are doing cosplay now. It's it's fucking awesome. Um, Mia Makalo, Mia. Uh, anyways, she does porn and she does cosplay too. It's it's a beautiful fucking thing. But anyways, a lot <laughs> of them are saying that that nudes are still allowed, but you can't do like actual like sex acts. Or whatever. No, no penetration, something yeah, like that. I think like going full on, yeah. frontal nudities that there's no full frontal nudity. You can see nipples, but you can't show like genitalia or whatever. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, like I, I said, know. OnlyFans is safe. You don't have to worry about, like I said, you want to call them sex workers, call them sex workers. They don't have to go anywhere. They don't have to fool with some, you know, 300 pound fat dude that, you know, might do something to them. Now they can just still get the money. They're and just if, online. Yeah. Well, what sucks about it, and this is what, you know, you know, what I think it sucks is it's basically big banking corporations taking money out of small business owners again because these, they're basically, uh, what do you call it? Pimping um, them. Pimping them. Well, well, <laughs> these, they're, they're basically independent contractors, all these, you know, OnlyFans yeah. creators. They, they're, you know, they, they're independent contractors. They, they own their own business. They make their own money. And now giant corporations are, fucking them over you know fucking over the small business person again so that's but, but here's the thing before we're not going to turn into an eat the rich podcast that's that's not us because yeah. what's going to happen is that everybody on OnlyFans is going to migrate to somewhere else yeah and then and that's, that's going to be they're, and they're talking about that anyways that there's plenty right. of sites that you know aren't don't, that don't aren't afraid of being stigmatized you know right oh, it's yeah. the internet anybody yeah. can do anything if OnlyFans got too big they just shot themselves in the foot all of the independent contractors would just go somewhere else. Boom, that's what go. the internet's for. Porn right. and pissing people off. That's all. That's <laughs> right. <for. laughs> right. That's it. I'm trying to figure out where do we fit in that. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the next topic. Like I said, we're going to. um Something happened this weekend. Well, no, I'm going to say this weekend. We talked about. uh What was the name of that show? What if we talked about what if. Oh, I don't have oh yeah, yeah, anymore. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna that. go ahead. Re- yeah, we're gonna go ahead and review what if. Like I said, it was uh we reviewed the first episode. We liked it. We were like it was okay, but at the same time, Eli, I felt that first episode was too safe. I felt at the end of the day, yeah. it, it was just saying what if Captain America was a girl, and then it just pretty much just replayed Captain America First Division just with a girl. So I like that's cool, but you can do more stuff. You can you know step outside the box. You don't just have to do that. So. This next episode, they actually decided to do that. They uh, they gave us something different. What if you know T'Challa was Star Lord, you know, instead of Peter Quill, or our, uh, you know, other 
content creators other than us, of course, will get upset and say, what if Star Lord was black? You know, and that would get all kind of headlines <laughs> stuff like that. Because I've seen plenty of YouTube videos over the weekend. You know, you got people just pissed off and storming. Like, it's what if. It doesn't matter what they do. Don't get upset over it. This episode is not white genocide. Calm the fuck down. It's going to be okay. It was still awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It was still awesome. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you can say, what if Star-Lord was competent, uh, competent, you know, uh, what or you can even flip it. What if Black Panther had a personality? Oh, I know that's controversial, but hey, we, look, we got to say it. We got to say it. I, I love Black Panther as everybody else do, but we already know that he is so stern. So, you know, regal. He has to be that guy all the time that you can tell Chadwick Boseman in this role was having fun. He got them, you know, let his hair down. He got to have personality because we've yeah. seen Chadwick Boseman. He played James Brown in the movie. The guy's, he was, you know, pouring personality out of his, out of his, uh, you know, out of his pores. So, of course, he can do it. But, you know, if he playing T'Challa, he has to play a certain role. This one, he got to let loose a little bit, you know, like Star-Lord, but not quite Star-Lord. You know, kind of like that. Uh, he, was a, he was a competent Star-Lord. Yeah, like what if Star Lord knew what the fuck he was doing? Yeah, that's what, what this if, is. What if Star Lord wasn't a fuck up? You know, <laughs> right? And then, and the galaxy would be a be a better place for it. Hold on, let me yeah, see it was cool. One. Like it, it it reverberated through the whole universe. I like this one. The first due to comedy, due to comedy. Yeah. yeah, and another thing about it that it wasn't just that, but they actually, like I said, be inventive. It's what if you can do anything. There are no rules. Step outside the box, and I felt like this episode stepped outside the box. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't just Guardians of the Galaxy retold just with a black guy. It wasn't that. You know, they actually uh did some other stuff like uh, let's see, like how would the duck <laughs> showed yeah. up? I wasn't expecting that. You know, he just and he was played by Seth Green, the same you know the same voice actor that plays him in everything pretty much. I mean, he has the whole on how the duck. Not only that, uh. Thanos was part of the team. He was a Guardian of the Galaxy or Ravager, whatever you want to call it. I was he was nice. He was that. friendly. He was a friendly Thanos. He was <laughs> a good dad. That was that was shocked me. I was like, really? You know. Well, and, and, even, and it's yeah, yeah, and it's funny that T'Challa talked him out of doing like the Genesis. Like everyone, that one was funny too. Like the whole you, you, talked him out what, of snapping what, what, the universe. Yeah. What, what do you think he said? What do you think he said to stop? <laughs> <laughs> about you know what i yeah basically uh what everybody else has been saying that's it's, what i was just about to say he yeah. probably said exactly what everybody else said yeah, like why don't you genocide. just double your resources you know <laughs> yeah. like you know what i never thought about that yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i'm pretty sure that's what he said or even this even nebula mm -hmm. you know and yes that is the same nebula from the guardians of the guys for people that didn't make the connection of it that was her uh, yeah. Because even in the comics, they got like before Thanos did that fuck up shit to her. She was hot in the comics. She was evil, but she was hot, you know. So, what do you think, Eli? You think T'Challa and Nebula? Well, she was calling them Cha Cha. She was so calling them Cha. She got pet names for them, so it's kind of like it's almost yeah. got to be a thing, you know. So that's what I was thinking with that. Oh, uh, like I said, and you know what really brings these episodes more? It's the voice acting. That's what does it because. All the voice actors was played by the people that played him. Even like uh, the collector was played by Benicio Del Toro. Taserface was played by the guy that played Taserface. You know, yeah. Michael uh, Rooker was Yandu again. Michael Rooker was Yandu. So it it, it brings that person because you see the personality shining through it. You know, um, that like I said, the animation was shining again. Like I said, the animation was top notch. You can just freeze frame any of this stuff, and it's just just awesome. You know, the storyline played out. Even in the storyline, they had like little beats and. You know, Chekhov's guns that came back to it. Like we said, how Nebula was pissed off at Thanos, you know, for all the stuff, you know, that he did in the past. But at the end, he was Thanos getting his ass kicked by the Black Order. 
Nebula came to his rescue. You know, yeah. she changed his mind. She was like, you know what? I forgive him for the stuff he did. So all that was awesome. Even another thing that was awesome that nobody ever talked about. Like uh, at the end when T'Challa fought the collector and then like the Black Panther theme start playing. Choo, 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 choo. People didn't catch it that the Guardians of the Galaxy theme song was remixed in there. So it's actually playing both at the same time. Now, most people don't realize Guardians, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy has a theme song. Most people don't know that it has a theme song. It ain't come and get your love. No, it's none of that dad rock (laughs) 80s shit that James Gunn. They actually have a real theme song. (laughs) It's actually pretty catchy too, but nobody pays attention to it because they, you know, because of James Gunn. But if you go back and listen to that scene again, it was both songs remixed. I was like, damn, I want that theme song. Yeah, but can't find it. Is it that so. one with the David Hasselhoff about Sequoia? No, not oh the boy. David Hasselhoff. Not that. I know what you're talking about, but no, not that one. Uh, it was much better than the first beauty comedy, but not by much. Yeah. Oh, great. You didn't like it? Oh, this episode was awesome, man. This 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 sold me on whatever. Because the first episode I was like, eh. but this sold me on it. So I like they give me more episodes like this where they have creativity and they really step outside the box. Yeah, I'm down it was for it, the animation it was also, already got me. You know? Yeah, and it was also a nice, heartwarming tribute to Chadwick, which I thought, right. you know, and I ain't gonna lie, I got a, I was, I felt moved towards the end, and and uh, you know, meeting his dad, him going back to Wakanda, and all, right, you know, finding his dad again, and I thought that was, you know, the theme. Oh, of even the fact that his stuff, dad yeah. was looking for him, you know, yeah. if I can't find you, I'll find you in the next plane, you know, yeah. Uh, so, just still looking for him, you know. Yeah. So Yandu told him that Wakanda had been destroyed and all that. And then when he found out that no, that his dad actually sent ships out into space looking for him. And you know, the right. whole scene, that that whole scene, you know, where he's talking about you are on any of those stars that you'll uh, you know, we'll come looking for you. We will find you. And I was like, Oh, you know, yeah, that was some moving stuff, you know. I yeah, I thought this was great. I mean, yeah, like the first yeah, the first episode was okay, but this one was like, yeah. damn. You know, I, I I loved it. I watched it twice. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these, I watched like multiple times anyway when they come on. So, but yeah, this one got me. Uh, yeah, just to see, like I said, this is. I don't think it's Chadwick's last time playing the role. I think he got like three more, you know, episodes he's gonna be in. After that, that's gonna be it. But like I said, just listen to him. You're like, damn, like he, like he was something. Yeah. So. That's nothing thing about the episode. Let's yeah, Drax, Drax's family was alive, and he was a bartender. That was funny. Right. <laughs> uh, give it seven to eight. How they made the the ravages heroic. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like a lot. So yeah, that's like, like, I mean, Rob- it was like Robin Hood. He was like Robin Hood. You know, Robin. And the he Rich said it. You like, yeah, right. He like you, we were like Robin Leach, right? Like no, Robin, Robin Leach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that Earth hero you say? Like no, we're not that. So. Uh, yeah, it's just little bitty things that you see that they just play around with, like the Black Order is, you know, with the Collector. We actually see yeah. a menacing Collector because in the comics, Collector is a bad dude. Like he is yeah. really that guy, but we never see him because he are acting all goofy and shit in the movies. But this way, you see, yeah, this is what the Collector does in the comics. Yeah. You know, he adopts, it's... he lets the Cosmo the dog out and everything. And, and that's another <laughs> thing I got pissed off when people like, oh, who would have thought Thanos would be a good guy hooking a dog? It's not a dog. It's Cosmo. Put some respect <laughs> on his name. <laughs> he is a guardian in the comics. He just didn't make his way into the movies, but it's whatever. But yeah. But I actually uh, called that that scene where, uh, uh, you know, the you know the, the the big battle and in in the collector's henchmen and they're a big fight and Thanos is fighting, and yeah, and, and he was like, uh, I'm you know you're crazy. I'm not crazy. And I was like, I know um, what he's gonna say. I'm mad. <laughs> oh, and I, I totally called that. 
I'm mad. <laughs> but here's the thing. Have they ever called Thanos the Mad Titan in any of these movies before? I don't think so. No. No, so we just, just that's just like a, what we think of him as. It, it just, it's just what we know. Why and would I we, thought, yeah. And I thought he got killed. Like when, like when he screamed, when he's fighting. Uh, uh, Proxima Midnight. Yeah. Yeah. And call Obsidian. I thought, and then he screamed. I was like, oh shit. Did Thanos just get like, got? They, took, like, they got taken out by <laughs> his own minions? You're like, yeah. damn. That's, it's kind of yeah. rough. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I appreciate Lucy. Uh, but yeah, let's go to the next. Uh, like I said. Uh, I love the episode. Honestly, one of the best things Marvel ever put out to me. I, it was up there yeah. to me. I don't know. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I, I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Marvel, let's stick on this Marvel train. Eli, I, wa I want you to look at this and see if you see what I see. We're going to go to it. Oh, I didn't get okay. it. But anyway, that's okay. I'm going to throw some on the screen real quick. Okay. So this is the Shang-Chi. Um, okay. It's really small on my screen. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's okay. <laughs> We have the technology. Enhance. <laughs> Give you a second. Boom, boom, boom. Can you see it? Okay, a little, at least a little bit better. Okay, okay, yeah. So, okay, so I want you to see something. I want you to see something. You see, this is the, the cast of Shang-Chi. I don't know if you can see it. I, you can see who are the actors and who produced it. <laughs> Those guys. Oh. Uh, but look very closely <laughs> at something. It's like, it's like Puffy in the videos. <laughs> right. like the producers all, the all videos, up in the videos. Dancing. <laughs> Come to death row. <laughs> all right. So standing next to whoever this guy is, I think he's from The Daily Show, whatever. Do you see who this is? Oh, it's uh, uh, the Mandarin. Exactly. Ben Clean. <laughs> just, just chilling. Just chilling. For nobody like, whoa, we see you. We see you up there, you know. Uh, so I was like, man, what the hell is going on here? So Ben Kingley's going to be in the movie? I guess I guess that's a spoiler. Spoiler. So I'm sorry I spoiled it for everybody. Uh, oh, also everybody tripping on this guy over here on the end. I don't know who the hell this guy is, but everybody's saying he looks like a King of Fighters character. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see what we got as we'll see before we move on to the next thing. Uh, that fight versus... Oh, yeah. oh, that's what I meant to say. Thank you, Gabe. You remind me. In the me. beginning? Okay. The beginning? In the, the beginning with Korath. Yeah. Uh, Should I use because... a gun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I hit you. Because the thing is, it's actually like stunt casting because Korath, the pursuer, you know, played by Jaime Hanzu, who also voiced Black Panther in that BET uh, uh, oh. show. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, Chadwick, Jaime Hanzu. He even had the role in the 90s. No, mm. I'm sorry. Wesley Snipes had that. Never mind. Don't don't spread that information. That's false. But still. <laughs> uh yeah, let's move on to the next thing. What do we got here? I think this is no, this is me also. I'm on the roll, Eli. All right. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, we got here Superman and Lois. We're gonna talk about Superman and Lois. I noticed everybody clicked off, nobody gives a shit about Superman, but I like talking about Superman. So screw y'all. <laughs> That's what we'll talk about. Uh get out of that. Boom. Okay, so Eli, before you talk i know you said you had notes but i just want to talk about the thing i want to talk about like i said this is the season finale of the show it was the last sons of krypton uh basically this is how the show go out it kind of leaves a stinger let them know what season two is going to have however I, one thing i do want to point out from this eli to me this is the most awesome live action superman shot ever in anything it just when he just going at sonic speed super speed flying at that whoever the fuck this guy is Val, whatever. Morgan, Morgan Edge. Morgan LeFay. Yeah, that guy. Just him doing that. That's just 
That was just awesome. I was just like, I got my money worth. And on top of that, still saves his ass again, <laughs> repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So he is every episode he is redeeming himself from what Sha- Shaquille O'Neal did to him. So <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all I got to say. Yeah, Any, anything oh, you had to add? No, to it? no, I agree. This was great. This I loved this show. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I really enjoyed it. I you know. Um, I mean, it gave, it gave like that old school classical superhero tale, but with like a new flavor twist, you know. And kinda. it updates it, yeah. yeah, yeah, updated everything. Um, it had that elements of nostalgia, you know, yeah. you know, going back to Smallville, you know, cl- all Clark's good memories are from Smallville, um, right. you know. So there was that, you know, that whole the the, the wanting to go back to what's familiar, the 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 theme of nostalgia. But and like and that fed through the whole show, you know. Morgan Edge wanted to bring back the glory days of Krypton, you know. Right. The the, the and, fire and, and also small and also Smallville. Yeah, and and the firefighter. That's what he promised him, right? Yeah. Yeah, the firefighter guy. He was like a MAGA supporter. You know what I'm saying? He was he like, even. I think he even said in like the first episode, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, your reason the Daily Planet isn't selling anymore because all that woke shit you keep putting in the in the yeah. newspaper. So like. yeah. So there's all like these parallels of bringing back the glory days, you know, fed into the idea of Superman being like the classical superhero, like the the the, right. the, the quintessential superhero. You know. Right. He's not edgy. He's not you know killing people or yeah. almost about to turn evil. No, he's Superman. Yeah, he just, wants to do good. He's you know forthright and and just wants to be wants wants to help, wants right. to save the day. But, you know? but but there's the conflict. There's a conflict. He wants to be Superman so bad that he realized he's been neglecting being Clark Kent because Clark Kent now has more responsibilities because yeah. he's a father now. Yeah, and that's the conflict of the show. You know, but it's still involved. Yeah, even though it had these themes of nostalgia and wanting to go back to like. What we are, what, what what we're familiar, and the shit we grew up as kids, there was still um, like it, it evolved with the times, and I think John Henry Irons was like the catapult to that because remember at first we thought he was Lex Luthor, you know, and everybody was, like, was pissed. We saw all yeah. the YouTube videos, yeah, they're taking our Lex Luthor. Yeah, this is the SJW Lex Luthor version of blah 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 blah. But it turns out <laughs> right. he wasn't. He was Steel, he wasn't like, even Lex Luthor, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was totally so. It's like they, they evolved. They they brought they updated. They modern it. You know, modernized these old school stories. Um, but still, the essence of Superman was still there. You know that the you know his humanity, okay. his um, oh shit. <laughs> yeah but that but you know the essence of superman's humanity and why he cares about humans it's because of family because of his you know martha and and his dad and you know that that was still there you know and family keeps him grounded it reminds him of what he's fighting why he's here or why he's even here to begin with you know yeah and instead of focusing on martha and all that old school shit no, would they? Would the show do? It gave him a family. He had kids. He had sons. He had to take care of and worry about. And, and, and both of his kids are named after his two two fathers. Like Jonathan yeah. is named after Jonathan, and Jordan is named after Jorel. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So it, it became about you know him. It, it evolved the Superman myth and made him a father. And that was yeah, like you said, that was sort of the theme of the show: family, him raising a family, the challenge of him, him being a family. Um, and yeah, it, it, it still, it kept that, the essence of the character where he just wanted to do good and help out. And the family was the, was what grounded it, grounded all that. So yeah, I, I thought it was a really great, the action was cool. 
Action yeah. was dope, yeah. Like I you mean, can tell they for a CW show, you could tell there's money in this, you know, compared yeah. to Legends of Tomorrow or whatever the hell is going on. You know? Yeah, and even uh, like the teen drama shit that was going on. That I was into that too, you know. <laughs> as cheesy right. as it was, but it worked. It worked for what was going on, you know. Mm-hmm. He man was so divisive, modernization, edginess. Yeah, they just this is Superman. This is like they sold this at a Superman show. You got Superman. Superman is not some weird ass guy, like what. What is this? If I, you know, blink my, you know, squint my eye, is that Superman? No, this is Superman. And like I said, people not sold on the actor playing him. I think the guy, I think the guy's great, you know, playing yeah. him. Yeah, I you know? surprisingly like this. I didn't expect to. I, I even the family, it. even the family drama, man. Like when Lois, like Lois, like like cursed out one of the kids one time, man. She had to go to <laughs> therapy for the shit, you know. Yeah, I was like, that's some real shit right there. You wouldn't expect, you know. Super Seal shows there like that one, you know, kids on drugs and shit, you know. And she had a bunch of shit to do. Like she was uncovering the mystery of Morgan Edge and what was going on and his whole plans right. and you know, her going back to the Smallville newspaper and and getting and making that an independent newspaper and telling the truth and not being weighed down by the corporate the corporatized news system and all that stuff. So she, they gave her, yes, it was Superman and Lois. And Lois had shit to do too. Right. Even in the final episode, she had shit to do. Like, yeah, while Superman's fighting all these crazy ass superpower producers like that, Lois, you know, had to get her son mind back. She like, look, I've been helping him out all his whole life. I can get him back. You know, just, yeah. just get him here. Let me talk to him, talk him down, and I get my son back. So I'm like, yeah, so it's like they're, they're sharing. It's not like it's just Superman's show. Lois is just as much involved in this, and she's helping out just as much as, as Superman is. Yeah, this might so. be my favorite CW DC show so far, and I've watched. You know, I've watched all of them. This is, <laughs> you know, here's my thing. This is my favorite since Flash season two. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I dug. Good, yeah. I used to watch all that shit. I've watched all yeah. of them. But I, after it went it. down, I agree. It went down yeah. after that. Yeah. But yeah, so this this yeah. put this makes me put my faith back into it. I will say I, this. I, know I only hate- yeah. I, yeah. I only watched this because you were gonna watch it, and then I, like yeah. I said, I, I turned out I ended up loving it. And, yeah, know. Eli, I'm still telling you that first season of Star Girl. I know y'all shit on me when I say that that first season of Star Girl was something oh, special. Man. I really haven't watched. I haven't watched. Now, season two <laughs> sucks. You can tell that when they put that shit on CW, they just forgot about that show. They just like whatever. But that first season, that I even watched the I'm like, damn, it, am I misremembering this? And I watched again, like, oh, it was pretty good. So, but I know you're here, Star Girl. You're like. Fuck this. No, it was actually a decent. Everybody out there, watch it. But I, I still like the Superman show better, but I'm just saying it was it was good. So yeah. Oh, uh, what do we got? I think this is on you. It's on you. What is it? What is it? Oh no, Eli. I forgot another topic. This is on you. This one. Boom. Well now reimagine Star Wars vision. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, I completely forgot about it. Yeah. So did I. Um, but yeah, the 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 first trailer of that Star Wars Vision show, it's all animated stories from the star Wars, star wars universe looks dope they dropped the trailer the other day it's all a bunch of anime anime studios are doing star wars stories and it looks fucking sweet you know and nice. yeah so uh, comes out in september comes out in september. i think it says september 21st uh 22nd yeah something like that seven visionaries so it's gonna be seven episodes so anime story yeah because well, the, ba- the bad with- yeah the yeah. bad batch just ended last week so yeah. next now yeah, you know more Star Wars shit coming. Yeah, so we'll check I'm it out. Stoked. We'll see what. It, yeah. yeah, we'll check it out. We'll, we'll see what it says. All right. Uh, now this is on you also. So yeah, I don't. I don't oh, know who, oh, what, where, I, I, why. I got an yeah. image for that. Um, okay. Let's see, let's see that. Um, 
Yeah, so Kat Zingano is suing Halle Berry. Uh, I will expand on that. Okay. So Kat Zingano, or Halle Berry. Um, Y'all knew who Halle Berry is, right? (laughs) Everybody knows who Halle Berry is. (laughs) Yeah, so she is making a movie about a female MMA fighter. It's her directorial debut. So she is directing and starring in this movie called Bruised about a female MMA fighter. And it's being picked up by Netflix. I actually look forward to it. I actually want to see it. Um, Anyways, Kat Zingano, ex-UFC fighter, she is suing Halle Berry because she claims that Halle Berry promised her a role in the movie and told her to keep her schedule open. So Mm -hmm. when they start shooting, um, the UFC ended up offering her a fight. to which Halle Berry said, no, don't take the fight because if you get injured, insurance company, blah, 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 blah. So Kat Zingano ended up turning the fight down and then the UFC dropped her after that. And then, And then Halle Berry did not have her in the movie because she only wanted UFC fighters in the movie. What? That is, okay, that is crazy. Yeah, so... I don't know. That's what she claims. I don't know if this is it, if she signed a contract for any, any of that, if anything's in writing, but with, without writing, I think it's hard to prove that. I think Halle right. Berry she can said, just stay. She said, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I don't know how big of a case she has, but I do. If she's telling the truth, that kind of sucks. That does suck. Um, it, it really does. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, Cause UFC or MMA fighters, period. They don't get paid shit. You know, they get a big payday. You know, the average MMA fighter gets paid like 30 to 50 grand a fight, averaging their popularity, but they don't get all that movie or all that money. They have to split it with their coaches, their training camps. They got to split that up. So a decent living for a fighter, they have to fight multiple times a year to, you know, to make a decent living, but they're constantly training, you know, so they, they get paid peanuts compared to every other you know, major league sport to, compared to, you know, millions of dollars going to, you know, baseball players and football players who, you know, oh, my knee hurts. I'm going to sit out the season like those pussies and they're wearing pads and helmets. <laughs> they, and they call it load <laughs> management. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All these, yeah, big ass 200 pound fucking football players and helmets and pads. Oh, my mm-hmm. knee hurts. Meanwhile, MMA <laughs> fighters are constantly training all year round, getting paid a fraction of what these motherfuckers get paid. So I, I, lean on the fighter side. I think if this is actually true, I think it's kind of fucked up. Kat Zingano is a badass fighter. She's like the last person to beat Amanda Nunes, who's the current champion of right. uh, in the in, in UFC women's champion. Um, she's now sounded Bellator now. She's in another league, a mi- one of the more minor league fighting. Uh, UFC is like the NFL. They're like the top league. You know, um, you know, they're like the NFL or ML, you know, or, you know, NBA of, of MMA. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I, I think that's kind of fucked up. But I don't know how if, if there's no contract, I don't know how how uh, if she's got if she's got a case, which kind of sucks. So and Kat Zingano has been through a lot lately, too. I feel bad for her. Her, her husband passed away a few years ago. She's been through wow. a bunch of injuries. She's been through ups and downs in her career. Um and yeah, so her being cut by the USC is probably just another, you know, another blow to her career. And, uh, you know, I thought she's, hey, I'll be in a movie and make easy money. But 
that fell through too. So yeah, I kind of feel Halle bad. Bear for her. Give a, yeah, hopefully yeah. Halle Berry can give a better reason than that, especially putting her name in there for you know for MMA fans. That would actually you know get me more enticed to even see the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I you said, know. I looked when I heard about this shit. I'm like, hey, Halle Berry in an MMA fighter as an MMA fighter. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it, but yeah, I think it's kind of fucked up. So this actually sounds very familiar. This sounds like the whole Rocky thing, because when Rocky came out, Chuck Webner sued him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Chuck Webner said the whole Rocky uh, series, like the whole Rocky movie, was basically based on his life. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Sylvester Stallone was even in the audience when that fight happened when he t- went on Muhammad Ali. Because we all know Muhammad Ali is a follow Creed. We know that he said even Rocky two was based on him. Mm-hmm. because the same way that because the first half of uh rocky 2 was that he got all his money then he blew all his money which is what chuck weapner did you know because he was a one hit wonder yeah. except he didn't get a rematch for muhammad Ali. like that. he just lost all the money that was it so he tried to sue him and he threw the case out then on top of that sylvester Stallone made another movie called the castle something like that would have made a prison movie and he said chuck weapner said that was about him too <laughs> because <laughs> he went to prison for some stupid shit he said went on there so i don't know if it happened but anyway maybe chuck yeah. got a case but yeah and it kind of sucks because like i remember a, a year because i followed cat zinga i follow a bunch of mma fighters and um yeah i uh i follow you know i saw like a couple years ago it was like cat Zingano was posting pics of her and halle berry you know her right. like halle berry in her training in her locker room as she's getting her her uh hands taped up for her fight and shit and right. Now, if you search anything on, you know, just looking for this pic that I got posted here, bruised and Halle Berry, it shows her with like other female, (laughs) like Valentina Shevchenko, like other female, like Kat Zingano ain't in any of those pics no more. It's just all these other UFC ones. Like, damn. Halle Berry gonna cancel somebody by herself, you know? (laughs) She's a cancel coach for moving by herself, so. (laughs) Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, I hope they work it out. I mean, like I said, I'm a, I, I, I was a Kat Zingano fan. Mm-hmm. Um, especially years ago, she's a badass. She's like, yeah. Um, but her career has been up and down, but, uh, but yeah, hope this gets worked out. So I'm a MMA fan. I watch fights all the time. So I, I, this piqued my interest and I figured, Hey, Halle Berry storm comic book. Eh. So. Cool. I mean, we can talk about, it. I mean, we'll, we'll probably review when it comes out. All right. So next topic we got here, we're going to, okay. Now we have the video game section. I want to just, I'm going to just briefly talk about this. Let me just move on. Uh, I don't know if anybody have heard about this. They heard about that. Um, Soldier boy, the rapper soldier boy has came out and said on his Instagram that he bought Atari, like the game company. He oh, bought the company. it. The company. He, the, yeah. Not bought an Atari, you know, <laughs> like retro. No, he's saying that he bought the entire company and he's saying that he's going to, uh sell the company for 140 million dollars you know for those who don't know who soldier boy is you know he's from uh superman that hoe you know shake that booty meat uh that was him she makes oh, she make it clap he makes all those songs yeah uh after this i'll tell you what uh, superman that hoe means but not right now uh so but atari came out and said all that was bullshit <laughs> like we we have somebody we have a ceo already Soulja Boy is not our CEO, and he is not going to sell our company. He doesn't have enough money to sell our company. So everybody's saying that. People are like, was this true? It's not true. Soulja Boy does not own Atari. He's just selling that bootleg-ass video game console that he's selling that has a bunch of illegal video game ROMs on it, and that's pretty much it. So that being said, Eli, can I tell you, do you know what Superman the whole means? Uh, I do not. 
Okay, I will get flagged for telling you this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Who's listening? No, no. no one's listening. Except Gabe. No, no Gabe, Gabe, Gabe ain't gonna tell on us, is he? Gabe, cover <laughs> your ears. I'm about to say. <laughs> what about the children? Okay, so Superman, the whole you look this up on Urban Dictionary because that's why I looked it up also. So Superman, then whole is when a girl is asleep on and uh you release on her back, then you throw the covers on her back, wait for it to dry up so when she wakes up in the morning the covers are stuck on the back like superman <laughs> hence superman that hoe <laughs> now move on to the next topic <laughs> yeah oh yeah uh okay <laughs> it, it's a thing it's a thing look it up go everybody google it whoever listening to this or listening later on google it it's a thing <laughs> uh yeah okay so i reviewed a video game i should have led with this but anyway <laughs> i reviewed a video game uh because like i said we talked about black panther when he was you know with the child we also reviewed uh because he was released this weekend in the new avengers game you know the game that everybody hates except me and i think gay but i think gay just waits to see what i say about it before he plays it again but i'm the only person that plays this game and i had a time playing this game so uh i even i even streamed it this weekend uh, see if I get a chance to play it. Yeah, so I've seen this weekend. I beat the whole game. It took me about, about four hours to play because some of this stuff was a little bit tougher than it normally was, but I was able to power through it. Black Panther has a different feel than other players on the game. You know, he's what we call a pixie fighter. And by the pixie fighter, it doesn't mean he's like t- Tinkerbell and shit like that. That just means that he's close range, melee, fast slicing, fast, you know, that type of player. That's what he is on the game. So he has a different different feel than everybody else in the game uh he's voiced by remember the black dude from stargate whatever whatever the big black dude no he's voicing he's voicing t'challa in this so i don't know how i feel about the voice acting on this because it feels like you know t'challa on the game you know smokes you know 50 packs a day but you know not the smooth <laughs> chat with both Bo, voice but yeah uh, wakanda forever like damn man it's, <laughs> right. chill out with that so is that smeagol version of black <laughs> precious you know that's what it feels like so it's like i don't know how i feel about that but i got used to it after a while I was like okay i deal with it oh i gotta show you this because uh crossbones is one of the bosses is this, is this your pl- gameplay Hell yeah, you know, just a shameless plug. <laughs> yes, this is me playing. Uh, this is my stream that I was playing on there. So uh, I got a chance to play it. Uh be the whole time Cross was on there. Um, I like Black Panther's game style, but his game style is so different that it took some getting used to. I died like about four or five times on a tutorial. Like, I was like, damn, is this demon souls or some shit? What the fuck is this? You know, so once I got used to it, I started getting to a rhythm. It really, you really got to get in a rhythm. With Black Panther to play him on this game. I know people just want to check out the cutscenes like that, but you got to get into a rhythm to play him. So they actually got a full Wakanda in the game. They got the Golden City, the Bernazana, they got the Vibranium Mounds as a playable level on there. Uh, Shuri's on the game. Shuri's voiced by somebody. Uh, it's like the Spider Man that or the Dark Knight engine or something. No, 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 no. It's the Tomb Raider engine, if that makes any sense. But tomb raider yeah lara clark lara croft yeah whatever. i know yeah but yeah that's that's what it's like so he doesn't play like batman or like that he has a he's an acrobat ninja type dude he walk like he can walk on walls and shit i haven't unlocked all his powers and like that so you know that the the hurricane kick he did on captain american civil war mm-hmm. he's got that on the game i hadn't unlocked it on this part right here but it's in the game but anyway moving on past that oh uh, yeah like i said this is i already was a fan of the game to begin with this like reinvigorated my uh 
plan of it. I haven't, I haven't even scratched the surface on unlocking all his moves yet, stuff like that. But I'm definitely gonna do it. Uh, the guy from uh, yes, that guy. I don't watch that shit, Gabe. So I'm glad you're here to watch it. But yeah, that guy, he's playing T'Challa on this game. The same guy that played uh, Kratos on God of War. Boy, that guy. So oh. I don't know if you played that, but it 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 doesn't fit. It, it I'm not, it just doesn't fit. But once you get past that, everything else is top notch. Graphics, they got like 50 million costumes for Black Panther on there already, like that. But I think it's worth it. That's just me. So thumbs up. Cool. So uh I think I got one more video game news to say. Quick, real, real quick. I'm just talk about this. Eli. Yeah. Notice that every year, except last year, obviously. I, I always talk about Evo, uh, Evo mm-hmm. but notice this year I didn't. I didn't well, that's notice. because I didn't know it happened. <laughs> it I found out last week that Evo came out because you know me, I'm a, like a Evo fan. I'm like an Evo nut. You know, I'm like I will take off work to watch Evo. But I don't know what Evo is. It's just a video game tournament. That's all. Street Fighter, King of Fighters, Samurai Showdown uh mortal Kombat and just all the shit like that i will literally take off work i don't know my, my, i'm glad my boss don't watch this shit but i will call <laughs> in sick take off work and watch that shit all day and just you know on twitch and just don't do anything and then i find out this year that it was online only and it was last week and i completely missed it and on top of it, it had a free registration i could have been in it i would have got my ass beat i, I got i would have got my ass beat but still i could have been in there Start you know, training. Like I said, you make like that movie where you're going to make. It's, Start it's training. late for me. It's too late for me. I'm going to have a stunt double in there that's going to train. It won't da, be me. They'll <laughs> push up with my thumbs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's my only thing. So, I, I got a year from now. If they do an online tournament again, I'll do it. I'll get better at it. And one thing I'm mad about because Sony bought Evo last year. And that's one reason why this is completely fucked that nobody knows about it. So, yeah, that's why. Like do do better, Eli. Uh, uh Evo, not Eli. Evo, do better. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David said we move on to the next part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, you got more books to me this week, Eli. So I'm gonna let you start first. Like I said, it's oh. comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books, and I'm gonna let you jump in. And what do you, what do you want to start off with first? Uh, what do I what do I want to start off with first? Uh, should I do get rid of Star Wars right away? Get rid of Star Wars uh, if you want to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I got, I got, I got some images. I will do Star Wars, um, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number three. Okay. Yeah. So this is still yeah. We're in this big giant event that's like a thousand issues long, uh, uh, with tons of uh tie-ins every month um but this is the main book this is the main uh war of the bounty hunters series this is the main book um and so this is you know what it's been like three months now i think i'm just gonna read this book (laughs) (laughs) the crossovers don't matter or something because the crossovers don't really matter because i you know the same shit happens in the crossovers it's just them talking while the shit that's going on in this is happening it's like, it's like a conversation <laughs> you know? okay. but this is based so what's going on yes this takes place between empire strikes back and return of the jedi um uh boba fett lost han solo frozen in carbonite it was stolen by crimson dawn the 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 mob that was in 
the solo movie led by Akira, as you can see her here. Um, and, uh, and, and there's a big auction to, she's selling, you know, Han Solo and Frozenite or Frozen and Carbonite to the highest bidder, to the highest crime Lord. And every mobster gangster in the galaxy are at this, uh, auction and Darth Vader showed up out of the blue oh, and says, shit. Solo is mine. And I'm like, why? Why does he care about Han Solo? He never gave a shit about Han Solo. Yeah, and he so he's the one who sold it to Boba Fett. So why does he want right. him back? You know, I'm like, oh, he's trying to get Luke because Luke is looking for him. So that's his thing. He wants Solo back, okay. so Luke will come back again. So they're repeating the events again. You know, this is what right. happens when you try to turn Star Wars into like Marvel and shit, Marvel movies. Right. And shit. Every <laughs> single little bit of detail means something. So yeah. yeah. Um, and it's been a little tiresome these last few issues, but this one was cool. I enjoyed this because, you know, Darth Vader's like, I'm taking Solo, and Kira's like, well, you got to pay for him, motherfucker. And he's like, I'm Vader. I don't have to pay for shit. The Empire rules <laughs> all. I'm going to take him. So well, but like, that's oh, the thing, but he's outside of the Empire Yeah. if he goes down there. So he you has know, no jurisdiction there. And so he's like, I'm taking him. Fuck you. Fuck your auction. Fuck all y'all. I'm Vader. I'm the shit. I can, you know, murder you all with my penis. And she's like, oh, yeah? Well, I know Terakasi. <laughs> <laughs> that bullshit, right? <laughs> so she whips out her, you know, her swords. And we get a, we, we get a, um, a Vader versus Kira fight. Oh, uh, okay. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, I mean, Vader, Vader yeah. should still kick her ass. I'm yeah. just, and she's but, well. That's the thing is, like, you see, because back to Solo, your favorite movie. You know, <laughs> Darth Maul was part of Crimson Dawn, so right. it just shows she's been trained by Maul. Oh. So she's doing all this cool Darth Maul stiff ninja shit, and Vader's like, "Damn it, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just gonna use the Force and throw shit at her." So. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then while that's going on, we get a fight between Boba Fett and uh, Chewbacca. They're fighting and, you know, because they're trying to, you know, th they want Solo back, you know, so like um, Leia and Chewie want Solo back and Boba Fett's like helping them. But Boba said, yeah, but Solo's mine. I'm still going to, when we get him back, I'm still taking him from y'all, <laughs> you know, because I got to sell him to Jabba. And they're like, no. Leia, Leia's like, no, that's Solo. He's my boyfriend. You ain't taking him. And then they start fighting. And so there was like two fights going on. Chewbacca versus Boba Fett. And then Kira versus Vader. So this was just fun. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what I want. You know, just give me some cool, fun Star Wars action shit. And I'm good. And that's what this was. So four out of five. Have not lost me yet. I will read the next issue. <laughs> hey, as, long as, as long as it's entertaining. That's the main thing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. All right, so where are we at next? Okay, so the book I'm going to start off with, I'm going to just start off Guns Blazing, which you're going to talk about. We're going to talk about X-Men, The Trial of Magneto. Uh, for those who okay. don't know, The Trial of Magneto storyline has been going on for decades. They had a Trial of Magneto back in the 80s where he killed some, I don't know who the fuck he killed, some submarine people. Uh, submarine. He blew up a submarine. That's the thing. Uh, and he stole Cerebro and like mind control people to make them think he was innocent or some shit. Anyway, that's it. This is a different story. This is a different story because Wanda is dead. And, of course, mm -hmm. the story just spoiled who they suspect it is. So, yeah. So, let's see if I can pull this bad boy up. So, yes. And I'm trying to – and it happened all at the Hellfire Gala. That's the thing. It happened at the Hellfire Gala. 
she which, can't because she was a, yeah which i did yeah. not read i read well i read the tie-ins with hellions and new mutants but i didn't actually read the event or whatever i honestly i didn't read much of the event either i just read like stories here and there but the main thing is magneto invited wanda to the hellfire gala and then next day next day she was dead mm-hmm. so that's what's going on right now so apparently right now is that we got the x-men the x-factor and the x-force are all investigating the divorce in fact some of them are investigating the crime scene and the others are doing an autopsy on the bot on the on the body right now so you got the Wolverine, Wolverine, and all his kids, Dakin and Laura, stuff like that. They're tracking him down while Rachel is doing like a psychic, you know, uh, forensics test to find out exactly yeah. what's going on. So they, so they can pretty much find out exactly what happened. They know that uh, Wanda was on the run by somebody. Somebody grabbed her, strangled her, dragged her into the woods, and she was kicking and screaming. So she was fighting for her life. But the thing is, none of nobody else there can uh sense any other person that was there and so, why like, she, yeah and they're like why was she running she's like the scarlet witch she can like murder the universe <laughs> right like she can what react like who yeah. who could kill her not yeah. how who yeah she was so, running she was uh yeah she was there was a struggle and and that wasn't something about like they didn't um there was no marks on her face so whoever did it probably knew her Right, right. So, so whoever it was, they wanted to, you know, be careful how they killed her, you know, yeah. or they care for. So, and plus, it had to be somebody she know because that's the only way she would let her guard down. Yeah. So that's what that's what they that's the conclusion they all came up with. And I boy and Beast, they all found out. Yeah, we all coming up to the same conclusion. Somebody strangled her, and they got this awesome panel right here, and they pretty much all come together. So the the forensics team and the autopsy team pretty much came to the same thing. Whoever did this knew her was powerful as hell. And they found traces of magnetism on her. Whoever did it, they strangled her with metal. They yeah, know that. So, yeah. so they're like, oh, well, that should tell you who it is right there. It's obviously, that's why there's no marks on her face because obviously it was a paternal figure that cared for her and it's why she let her guard down because it was somebody she knew. So it had to be him. Meanwhile, back at the Quiet Council, Magneto's throwing chairs and shit like that because he know Wanda's dead. And he's just like, look, why do, look, I know we found Wanda murdered. And Mr. Sinister just like, fuck her. We never liked her anyway. We we should be happy she's dead, you know. And man, you know, like, look, if we if people find out she's dead, this is gonna be a problem with us because she's not considered not one of us. However, we can fix this situation if we wanted to. And Xavier is just like, Yeah, I, Eric, I can read your mind. I already know what you're thinking. Uh, you wanna you wanna resurrect her. You're like, Yeah, why don't we? You're like, Well, first off, she's not a mutant. But so that, that's what I was wondering. It's like, is they, do they? That's where this is where it got interesting for me. It's like, right. is Wanda a mutant or not? And well, the thing so this is, whole conversation was like what made the book for me. Yeah, right, right. So that's the thing because they they don't declare Wanda and Quicksilver as mutants. They don't they don't qualify yeah. as mutants. They did at one point, and they're saying that they're so close to mutants that Cerebro fooled them. That's all some retcon Fox Disney bullshit, but whatever. We're we going to go with it. We're going to go with it. Because <laughs> they're inhumans or whatever the fuck. I don't know what the fuck they are now. But the point is they're saying that they fool Cerebro. So Professor X says, I have some files on them. They're old files. They're but old, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we yeah. could bring them back if we wanted to, you know. And, man, you're like, well, just do it. Like, no, we're going to vote on it, you know. And Mystique, Mystique is just talking shit the whole time. Uh, look at you. 
uh y'all y'all just act like some assholes you know so they, they anyway they vote on it they vote on it oh but first magneto just acts like an asshole he's like look we're not gonna vote on it oh they do vote okay so three of them vote for it so you got kitty pride uh kurt and i'm pretty sure magneto voted for him also meanwhile everybody else votes no fuck that bitch <laughs> keep her dead <laughs> so professor is like well there it is call the avengers call her friends call her brother call whoever and tell them that they can gonna get the body after we're done with the autopsy and that's what made you like loses it he like no nah, what the fuck no you're gonna do what the fuck i say right now and he tries to strangle him with cerebro and then that's when all the <laughs> ink, the quiet cows just like uh-uh. crush his head yeah about <laughs> to crush his head and everybody and even st- the shit the storm said remember eric you're not the baddest mutant in this room. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> so I like that she said that was <laughs> yeah. exactly. Gay said the same thing. You are not the <laughs> like Magneto. You bring that down a notch, you know. So Magneto just like fucking. I'm out of here. You're like y'all, y'all. You know what? I'm I'm trying to bring her back, and y'all can bring her back if you want to, but y'all won't. You know what y'all acting like? Y'all are acting like some humans. And he just walks out of the room, you know. So when he walks out of there, he goes to Krakoa, and they're throwing parties. Everybody's yeah. on a big ass party because you know she's dead. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. You know, <laughs> you know he's just walking through the woods and shit like that. And that's what North Star shows that he was like, man, you know, we need to have a word. Uh, and he's just like, uh, we need you to come with us. And Magneto, oh, uh, he's like, okay, yeah, you think I killed Wanda? You're like, all the evidence points to you, man. Just, just come with us. He's like, no, I don't think I will. And that's when we get it. Magneto versus the X Men. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Billy and Tommy, they find out that Wanda's dead. Tommy is uh on Krakoa. He lives there, uh, and he's trying to call Billy, but he can't because Billy is, I think, a member of the Guardians now or something. So yeah, he's in he space re- doing or sword. Is he doing some sword or shit? sword or something like that? He's yeah. with them, so they can't. And he like my mom's dead. I, I need to I need to call my brother. Let him know my mom's dead. You know, whatever. So that's Billy and Tommy. You know who they are. Oh, and this was sad too. Yeah. Uh, Vision is just like, look, I'm, I'm here because at the Hellfire Gala, everybody came back except Wanda. I want to know what happened to her. And that's when Professor X comes out and he tells him. And Vision breaks down, like starts crying. Yes, Vision can cry. He has cried before because he doesn't play about Wanda. Wanda, that's that's his that's his rib. If if robots have ribs, but yeah. Uh so anyway, the X-Men and Magneto go at it and all the dumbass wolverine clones with adamantium charging him first he's like really <laughs> y'all never learn do you know but it turns out i like Dakin, Dakin, yeah yeah you know, Dakin, whatever his name is shows up he's like no adamantium my bones bitch and then he stabs him and shit like that he's like do you know how much minerals you eat in cocoan food and so everybody he like kids these days huh so wolverine just smile like a proud dad and then because he's got basically everybody on Krakoa has been eating Krakoan food that has metallic, you know, some kind of metal in them, like, you know, iron in their body and shit like that. So he just throws off Dakin. Uh, the rest of them throwing shit at him. He know Leech is doing, he know Leech is stealing, stealing his powers and throwing it back at him. So he's just like, show yourself, be a man and fight me like a man. And then Larry shows like, okay. And she shows up. She's like, oh, okay. And she was like, cease this foolishness, dog. He like, is that what you said to Wanda? She was like, look, I'm going to tell you something right now. You are not on my level. <laughs> I, You think you know mag- magnetism, you don't. And they, they basically had to protect her because we like, Magneto's going to take out his own daughter. He was like, this is what you do. Look at all the dead wives and dead daughters you have behind you, Magneto. This is what you do, you know. So this is like really getting some serious shit right now. 
So Magneto's just going there. So all the X-Men rush Magneto and shit like that. Lana's crying because basically she just, you know, she like, I tried to be what you wanted me to be for these last months when I came to Krakoa. And I and wonder, and I wonder yeah. if he was like implying that maybe you killed her because you got the same powers as me. Oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah so basically they're just trying to fend off magneto and then magneto just disappears all of a sudden because they're about to rush me just disappear like what happened to magneto and then Mag Magneto was getting his shit kicked out of him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by quicksilver he's just just laying into his ass then north like man get the fuck off of him man like quicksilver stop like no i knew it if one if anything happened to wanda i knew it was going to be him i knew it was going to be on him i'm about to kill his ass right now so North Star, you know, flies him in this, you know, into the top of the sky, like to calm him down. Because if anybody knows anything about their relationship, it's North Star, because he has a weird ass relationship with his sister too. But anyway, uh, yeah. So they just hug. He was like, "Man, it was my job to protect her. I didn't protect her, you know." So, it, well, uh, Magneto's fucked up. So he, he's in a coma right now. Uh, <laughs> Quicksilver beat him into a coma. This is like when he wakes up, we're gonna put him on trial. But until then, you know, we're just gonna just talk this out. And Gene's just like, well, why don't you just peek into his head? See what he did. Like, I'm going to try to. But the thing is, Magneto knows how to get around our psychic chick. That's one of his powers. So they try to. And it turns out he just has a nightmare. So they can't read his mind. So they don't know if he did it or not. Now, this yeah. part, this part got me right here. This is the part. This is some inside baseball shit that I don't think anybody, everybody caught. Sitting right there, you have Blob, Toad, and Mastermind. And Quicksilver walks up to him. So the reason this is a poignant scene because these are all the OG masses of, um, I'm sorry, the, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. These are the original members, all of them and, and, and Wanda. So, okay. yeah, so they just all get drunk. They just like, man, they, they don't even say anything. They just drink. They're like, to the good old days, you know, you know when, when they all ran together. Uh, and then they just drink, they, basically they drink to Wanda, you know. And Toad gets pissed off, like, man, this ain't right. Because he, he, oh, Toad was in love with Wanda. I forgot about that. Yeah, back in the old days, he was in love with Wanda. So that's why he's fucking pissed. And Blob kicks him out. He's like, man, if you're going to start throwing shit in my bar, I'm going to get the fuck out. You know. So he leaves and, you know, Quicksilver keeps drinking. But he's crying too. And it turns out Wanda is dead, but not dead. She gets killed by a person in red cape or whatever. So to be continued. Yeah, whatever. Look, we already know what's going to happen. They're going to bring her back. She's going to be mutant. The yeah, end. well, she's not really dead, I guess. She's still alive. Yeah, they say yeah. she's not dead alive, but she's going to come back. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, yeah. So, Trailer Magneto. Did Magneto kill him? Kill her? Probably did. Who knows? But I followed it. It was still an awesome story watching Magneto slip back into because Magneto always trying to do the right thing. And they always pull him back in to make him look like the bad guy. And well, yeah, just, they're, but they're yeah. like, yeah. I mean, they're they basically they think he killed her so she can be resurrected and then be a mutant, right? Be, uh, yeah. Which he probably did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now that you think about it, that Lorna might have did. I don't, I don't think Lorna did. I don't think Lorna did. Because... No, I don't. But I think he's implying like, because who could after the evidence, you know, at, you know, yeah. or the or the yeah, um, yeah. Who else was there? There was her and. I thought there was another suspect, but I don't know. I can't. Everybody just saying it's Magneto. Everybody just saying Magneto yeah. did the shit. He did it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's really uh, she's not really there because of what happened right in the coattails of the show. Oh, that don't mean shit. That don't mean shit. They better kill Doctor Strange. So yeah, they'll kill anybody. Yeah. Plus that show that the sequel. I mean, they're not gonna do a re reboot. Uh, she comes out. What? When is Doctor Strange next year? So shit. I think so. Yeah. Probably. So. Anyway, she'll be back. Doesn't matter. 
Uh, yeah. What, what you got? Um. Well, on the DC. Whoops. Shit. Uh, uh, wrong one. Wrong. Wrong window. Um. On the DC, I will do. Let's see. Yeah. Do Clown Hunter number one. Go for it. Okay. So Clown Hunter, spinning out of the Joker War, last year. Um, one of Tinian's newer characters. This is just a kid whose parents were killed by the Joker and he swore revenge. And when the Joker war happened, he was in the narrows slaughtering the Joker's goons. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and what's, what I love the most is that what set him off is that Joker's goons would burn down a comic book store. And that's what <laughs> made him go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's basically like, you know what? I'm going to do what Batman won't. And I'm going to kill right. you, motherfucker. So I love this character. And this book, I really dug on this. This kind of goes into the origin of him. His, uh, you know, we, we kind of already knew where he came from, but we go deeper into his origin story about how he was bullied. Like after his, uh, you know, his parents were killed, he was bullied, you know, and he was always getting his ass whooped. And just, just his attitude about never giving up, you know, uh, you know, no matter how much the world beats you down, don't give up, keep fighting back. And so he, he, um, he's following one of the Joker's goons. He follows him back to the, his apartment and he's like, yo, you're one of the Joker's goons. I'm here to kill you. But then there was a trap. They set a trap for him. It turns out punchline knew he'd follow this guy. So oh, he gets to, okay. he gets to the apartment, the, you know, it's a double cross, you know, they fuck him up. There's a, a bomb goes off and, uh, Clown Hunter's like, oh, dazed and shit. And then the Joker goon whips out his, you know, his uh, cell phone, FaceTimes, punchline, in jail. Like, oh, here you are. We finally got you, you little prick. You've been, you know, mm-hmm. you've been, you meddling little shit, you meddling kids, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he's, and, you know, it's a lot of shit talk. I love his shit talking too. But basically, you know, he's, she's talking shit that you're, we finally got you. You chose the wrong side. You, I, I'll give it to you, kid. You got balls and you're, you're, you know, you got the guts to do what Batman won't, but you chose the wrong side. You know, you should have joined us and, you know, but he's like, nope, I'm still going to kill all of you. And then she ends up sending in a bunch of, uh, uh, a bunch of clowns and he holds them off as much as he can. And he's like kicking ass. He's, he kicks a bunch of them. He beats a bunch of them up, but in the end, they still overpower him. They string him up over a, you know, on the street light, and punchline's like, okay, kill him and leave his body there for everyone to see, not to mess with us, you know. So they're right about to kill him, and then blah, 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 Red Hood shows up. Jason shows up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Jason shows up, basically saves him, and says, you know, and of course, Clown Hunter's talking shit. You know, I didn't need your help. he's like yeah you did hey you know what i like you you're willing to do what batman won't do (laughs) right you're more like me but you know what you can't fight for shit you need training you know i can give you that training and i was just about to ask like who trained him so yeah he's not he's just some kid who off the streets with a bat and just goes out kicking ass so Anyways, Jason's like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to train you join me. Let's join forces. Let's kill the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) And, but clown hunters, no, man, I work alone. And it says the end after like in question marks, but that's what I want. 
I want, that's what I love about this character. I want him, that's what I wanted him to be. I wanted him to be like a thorn in the Joker's side. You know, someone who can stand up to him, who can fuck him up, but, you know, the Joker can't get rid of either. Like, the Joker can't kill him. That's what I hope him to be, and I hope they do team up. I hope he does get training from Jason, and I hope, because, yeah, because I didn't like when, Last year, when Batman got a hold of him and made him talk to Leslie Tompkins, like, "Hey, you should we, let's get you off the street and be a good boy and all that shit." I was like, "Oh right. man, I don't, I don't want, I, I don't want that shit." You know, <laughs> <laughs> you you want yeah. Baby Punisher, basically. That's yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, after the Joker, basically a Joker, you know, the anti-Batman to Joker. You know what I mean? Someone who's just no, I'm just here to kill the Joker. He's just after the Joker, and the Joker right. can't kill him. That would that that's what interests <laughs> me. You know. So yeah, I dug this. I hope this is an ongoing, but it says it's the Batman Secret Files book or whatever. Yeah, so normally they aren't, but this could spin off into something else. But and keep I in hope- mind, Tiny and Tinny and whatever his name is, you know, he's leaving. He's leaving yeah. DC. And this was written by Ed Bryson. Brisson? He's he's decent. He's yeah. Decent. And I dug this. I dug this. So I hope this is an ongoing character, and I hope he does just that. Just him fucking up the Joker. Fucking up the Joker's okay. day. You know? <laughs> okay, so at least they got somebody that was decent to write the book, so that's the main thing. Yeah. So. All right. So what do I got here? Okay, so next book I'm going to do is Superman in the Authority oh, number two. Yeah, this, this is a, another Grant Morrison book. I like. I'm started on this train. I'm gonna just ride it out and just see what happens to it. So, uh, I had to read it twice. Like I said, it's it's Grant Morrison. So to see exactly what the hell was going on in this book, <laughs> is the Authority in this book? <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> they they they're starting to show up a little bit in it, but yeah, that's the thing what's going on right now. So basically, how the book starts off, and the book pretty much starts off with, um, uh, Superman, you know, exercising, you know, because you know he's not as strong as he used to be. So he's got some some big ass tower, whatever like that. He's running, uh, he's running super speed. He can only hit, you know, twelve hundred miles per hour, you know slow as fuck you know and you know you know what's his name manchester black manchester black you know basically like huh you're not what you used to be huh he was like look i can do i can lift that shit with my mind and so he tries to and he can't well i'm gonna use my mind control to make you think i lifted with my mind (laughs) so either way i I did it you know um and he was like anyway we need to start recruiting for our new team uh manchester black who you got well my new recruit she's having trouble in metropolis right now so it turns out his new recruit is not not steel but his nephew uh, his niece uh nat nat natasha i think her name is natasha you know, but in the show in lois and clark or whatever the name of the show is that's his daughter but in the comics that's his niece you know okay. and basically going on is that john was doing john henry irons was doing some some research in the data cosmos based like the internet and then something happened where some ai formed and started basically uh coming to life so basically everything from the internet the internet is basically coming alive and taking control of robot bodies and taking over everything and john is like i can handle this on my end but the robots that are already there it's up to you to take care of them so be careful because they're smart they're intelligent she's like okay and she steals up so yes she's steel in the comics she you know she's like a legacy character also she's been steel for a while she i think she's one of the outsiders or something but anyway she gets her sword, uh, gets her hammer. She goes out there, net versus net, and she goes out there. And it turns out the robots she's fighting have downloaded the internet, so they talk like the internet. You know, uh, one robot is like from a dating site. 
another robot is Google. Another a robot is just social media, um, you know, conspiracy theories. Like, well, funny, there's no COVID-1 through COVID-18, but they got a COVID-19. Oh, and that's definitely Grant Morrison right there. I, I was going to say, that sounds like Grant Morrison saying, get off my lawn. <laughs> right, because it's definitely sound like a, he's running from the social media robots. That's what that's basically what he, <laughs> he sounds like. So, yeah. uh, and so yeah, Natasha just shows up. She starts beating the shit out of these robots, stuff like that. Uh, and she everything they're saying is basically clickbait. She's basically fighting. We got this covered, basically. <laughs> so she beats these robots, and then not only that, trolls show up. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, <laughs> and they're basically saying the crazy shit. So the trolls show up. And they look at it and say, man, look at her fat ass. You know, saying all this stuff like that. You know, they were like, you know, looking at close to it, she don't look all that hot. So all the trolls say this shit like that. And girls can't be superheroes, especially silver skinned girls. You know, that's what the trolls say. So she just smacked the trolls in the face with a hammer. She says, blocked, you know. (laughs) So the trolls take off running. But then she realized, oh, the trolls aren't running from me. They're running from something else. So she turns around and she sees the edge lords <laughs> so yeah so basically oh, they just clever this is so how clever cle- <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> they're saying the same boys they just say the most craziest shit ever the earth is flat all this shit we're gonna leak your nudes online all this shit you know all stuff like that uh so she realized wait a minute i know what the hell is going on the this ai that is formed is basically learning from social media that's not what you're supposed to do we're idiots so don't learn from us. You listen to me and I teach you how to, uh, you know, be be intelligent and not from the shit you learn online. And like the robot agrees with stuff like that. So anyway, they get to what they're doing before. They recruit her to the, what is this book called? The Authority? Yeah, they recruit her to the Authority. Okay. And then Manchester Black says, okay, I got some more recruits also. But since Superman uh, still power is low, he gets in the Supermobile. Now, the Supermobile is a thing because it's Grant Morrison, of course. It's a thing he had back when he was, he didn't have powers, but whatever. Grant Morrison brought it back and we thought it wasn't here, but it's a thing. Um, and the team he's recruiting is Midnighter and Apollo. You know, oh, and okay. Apollo is pissed at Midnight. So people don't know who Midnight and Apollo is. Basically, what if Batman and Superman were gay and they and murdered they, people? And they got married. And they got married. That's <laughs> that's them. So yeah, <laughs> that's your fan fiction right there. So yeah, so Apollo is pissed at midnight, but he won't say why he's pissed. Uh, oh, he does say he's pissed because he says it's our anniversary. And men are like, okay, yeah, whatever. Happy anniversary. And then he's just like, I need to fight these bad guys. Apparently these bad guys, where the fuck they are, they have kidnapped orphan telepaths and took their minds and put them into this big robot to protect them. So men are like, I'm just going to go down and kill these guys. He's like, no, we're, we're fighting right now. We're going to keep fighting. He's like, whatever. Uh, so he goes down there and Midnight basically says, okay, I've analyzed every single possible scenario and I, I've ended them basically the conclusion that I came to that everybody is about to die and I keep my promises. So he goes and should beat out of them and uh, they're dead. He kills them. But the big monster with the telepathic brains grabs him is about to crush his ribs and that's when Apollo's like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'll go and save you. I'm still mad at you though. So he kills the big robot and he, once he kills the robot, he's like, look, I know you're mad at me. But guess what? I got your present anniversary. I got you an anniversary gift. We're on the team of Superman. He's like, the Superman? And he's like, and not the sexy dad. And I'm talking about the sexy dad Superman. Not the skinny next-gen New 52 Superman. He's like, you got some team with Superman? And that's when Superman shows up. 
uh and he just like hey midnight apollo good to meet you and then uh, manchester black said hey well if it isn't the world's gayest <laughs> you're like it's okay i can say that because i'm 48 percent gay on my mother's side <laughs> you know uh so now we ah, need to recruit he's so clever that one <laughs> right <laughs> exactly <laughs> he took some time to think about that you know so anyway the last recruit well the latest last recruit in this book and i just speed through this june moon the enchantress uh she's in hell uh her boyfriend sold her soul to the devil so he could trade her soul for the enchantress soul because he liked enchantress better than her so so uh superman and his team of whatever these guys are they go so to hell this, is this is this just the, the because it's only gonna be four issues right yeah is this just, just superman gathering the team <laughs> i guess so because by the time he gathers the because it's still got more assholes to recruit we don't know yeah. who this chick with the purple hair or the chick behind june moon all so it's got more, still more people to recruit but i guess so Honestly, the only thing I liked about this book so far was the beginning of it with, with Steel, Girl, Girl of Steel, whatever, was fighting the internet trolls. Everything else was kind of, eh. So it's basically like three stories in one. It's like Grant Morrison was just having an excuse to tell three different stories. That's what it felt like. Because they actually had like three different artists also. So that's a, I, I, I'll keep up with it to see where it goes. I, I feel like it's going somewhere. It just hasn't right now, but yeah. I look forward to hearing what you... If it does, tell me if it okay. does. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Like I said, it's Grant Morrison, so I got to read this shit about three or four times to even catch what the fuck's going on in these books. So, yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right so, I guess uh, I'll do Nightwing 83. Okay. According to Comicsology, this was the second highest selling book. Of was it? Uh, that's what he said. Yeah. Oh, well, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. So, Nightwing. Last issue, we found out that Nightwing, I guess an image to share. Uh, we found out that Nightwing had a sister, uh, Zuko. The Zuko, yeah. Zuko, uh, Zuko's illegitimate daughter or whatever, um, which was actually his dad's daughter. And, um, but, she, but Zuko, we found out she is working with the mayor, or she's running for the mayor, and she's pretending to work for Blockbuster and all the mobs. Like, you know, as, as an insider. But it turns out she's actually working with the FBI. And she's, like, mm. deep un, deep undercover and shit. Um, and she lets Dick know this. And then, um, you know, she's like, okay, uh, Blockbuster and a bunch of mobsters show up and his henchmen show up. And they're like, oh, and she's like, okay, just pretend that, try to escape and I'll, and I'll try to, you know, give you a head start. So she ties herself up and they break in. And like, oh, he went out the window. He broke in and he tied me up and blah 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 blah. But he went out the window. So we get this cool uh, action scene with the, uh, you know, Nightwing versus Blockbuster, and then a really another cool action scene with the uh, like a helicopter shows up and like they're shooting at Nightwing and then he jumps through the heck helicopter. It was cool acrobatic Nightwing shit. Um, yeah, cool action scene. But then, you know, also what's going on in this story is Alfred left. Uh, dick his inheritance so yeah but dick is, dick that, is that already happened though right yeah you know, like the, dick is a billionaire know. so but dick is he goes around and he talks to lucius fox and the titans and everybody and he's like you know what i got an idea but i need help putting this together and then he makes this big announcement <laughs> to the press he's like yo i'm gonna give the money away and i'm gonna you know basically what? yeah he's gonna he's gonna do some shit for the blood he's gonna 
the Blood Haven Community Fund or something. He's going to start, you know, putting it back into the cities. He doesn't want homeless kids anymore or orphans. He wants orphans to be taken care of. So he wants basically to, the shit we've been saying Batman should do. Yeah, basically the shit. Yeah, yeah. he's basically doing that. And um, and yeah, um, that's about it. And then we get this, you know, Barbara's like, you know what? I love you. Oh damn! Okay, wait. Is he still you know, with Starfire? Or whatever. It, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> but she, she's like, you know, before he goes out and gives a speech, you know, she gives him a kiss, she gives him a good smooch, and uh, oh, that's 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 cute. So yeah, yeah, this is cool. Um, and then next is that fear state shit that I don't really give a shit about. Is that like the <laughs> next Nightwing story? I, I, when, I don't. Oh, I don't think future Tom state or, or fear state or that big Batman event that's coming up fear state i am something. batman or something yeah yeah so um i don't know but this was cool you know four out of five tom taylor you know art's really good fun it's fun no. can't go wrong with that so yeah yeah all right so my last book is and i just kind of read this I, I i'm just go through this i guess as fast as possible well not too fast but i tried to okay sinister war number three or four oh, you're still like on this, this huh yeah, I mean, it was nothing else. I was just like, fuck it. I just, I, I kind of so want to see you, where. You didn't read Kang? <laughs> I hate Kang. I hate Kang with a passion. Every I, I read the, like the first three pages of that shit. I was like, oh yeah, I forget. I hate Kang. Because all that timey-wimey time travel bullshit. I'm you, but you're me. And but we're somebody else. And we're, uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. Oh, well, I didn't read it either. So okay. <laughs> I, like, like, I don't I heard I heard people talking about it. So I'm glad I didn't read that. <laughs> okay. But what 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 did what did you hear about it? Did everybody because I know I'm hard on Kane, but what did well, I heard? I, I just like heard some people say that he, he it, yeah, he goes back to his his future self comes and meets him, and then they have a, a time travel story, and it's an origin. They're basically giving him an origin. And I'm like, do we I don't Care about Didn't he already have origin? Yeah, I don't. I don't care about a king origin, and like, and then, and then at the end of the issue, he's back in Egypt, and I'm like, oh okay. yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. whatever. I don't care. Okay, that's our review of King number one. You know, neither <laughs> one of us read. read. <laughs> right, like we know where it's going. We we've seen this shit, you know. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about Sinister War. Sinister War is based like the Sinister Six, the Savage Six, the Sinister Seven. Somebody else. They're all trying to kill Peter Parker, uh, kill Spider Man because. This guy named Kendrick, they just put like a, a, a ear bomb, a worm bomb in their all their heads. Whoever kills them, they live. Everybody else dies. So basically kill Spider-Man. That's, that's the book. Uh, and the last book, the last issue, Spider-Man actually got stabbed in the back by some new chick that we don't even know where it's going. So he's bleeding all through this cemetery. Uh, he he webbed to the, you know, he webbed up his his wound. And when he gets there, he sees Black Cat. They're like, oh shit, thank you. I finally got backup, you know. So he sees Black Cat there and she's like, uh, don't worry, I brought backup, you know. And he turns around, he sees uh Wolverine and Human Torch. And Spider-Man's like, no, we need more than that. That's not gonna do it, you know. But then all of a sudden, Wolverine starts growling at him and starts smoking from his ears. And it turns out it's Lizard <laughs> because Black Cat was pretending to be, uh, I'm sorry, Mysterio was pretending to be Black Cat the whole time. And electricity like, damn, you couldn't keep it together for like two seconds. We almost got him, you know. But then it rests in the six was like, you know what, fuck it, let's just rush, him. let's just kill this guy, and be and, and get this over with, you know. So, um, Kendrick, I'm just gonna pass Kendrick. Who cares? Oh yeah, Senator's back. Senator's a guy from the '80s, killed him a long time ago. They try to fight him off. Spider Man cannot fight off the Senator's six. Six, they're about to get him. 
And right before he tries to get away, boom, Doc Octopus catches him. He's like, look, we knew this was going to go down. We knew it was going to end like this, you know. And, and Peter just talks to him. He's like, look, Doc, you have to do this. Because the thing is, in the Spider-Man books, Dr. Octopus had actually been a good guy for like the last 15 years. Like Spider-Man's best friend and shit like that. So he can see Dr. Octopus hesitating. He's like, damn, I don't want to do it. And the thing is, actually, none of the Sinister Six really want to kill Spider-Man. He's like, no, nah, I don't really want to do it. But Dr. Octopus was like, no, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill him. But if, and you can, I don't know if it's rain or he's crying because he really don't want to do it. But they have, <clears throat> they have to because... <clears throat> because of Kendrick. So uh that's when the Savage Six shows, shows up and they try to fight. They so they fight the Sinister Six and they can do all that shit like that. So Peter Parker still trying to get away, Spider-Man still trying to get away. Um what more sin eater shit. And he's almost about to get away, and that's when he gets caught by oh yeah, Tarantula. Tarantula is a catch up with him because Spider-Man is so weak right now. He his spider senses saw that Tarantula was about to about to hit him. He couldn't even dodge it. He's like, I'm so tired. I can't even do shit, you know? So then another Sinister 16 shows that like, we need to go save them. We need to go get them before they get them. So they go get them. They fight. So you got the Sinister 6, the Savage 6, these other six guys, they all fight. And that's when Boomerang, Boomerang tells Spider-Man, run. He's like, wait, what? what? And he's like, hey, Spider-Man hit one of the buttons on my Boomerang. It blows up and he gives Spider-Man a chance to get away. Spider-Man gets away. Uh, and they all just fight each other. Like, it's just an all-out brawl. They even forget Spider-Man's even there. They're just fighting each other. You know, so he gets to this dumpster. He's trying to rest. He's like, finally, I can rest. And that's when Sin Eater shows up with uh, Juggernaut, uh, Gargoyle, Whirlwind. Who's that last guy? I can't, I can't actually can't even see. The, I think Mo, Morbius is back there. And I don't know who this guy is right here. Uh, probably some new guy. And yeah, and Kendra just telling him people don't change. The script is written. That's what it's going to be. So Here's what I think is going to happen in the last episode. I mean, the last issue. I think Dr. Octopus, Boomerang, and somebody else, the bad guy's going to save him. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. The end. That's what I think. Will we find out? Who knows? Find out next week. Oh, uh, shoot. What, what other book you got? Uh, my last book is Noctera, number six. Cool. Scott, okay. Scott Steiner, Tony S. Daniels, their creator-owned horror monster tale on image um basically the end of the world i got do i got an image i do have an image let's see basically end of the world uh the world's been engulfed in shadow darkness and people turn into these shadow monsters called shades and there's uh this truck driver girl like a mad max type of truck driver she or or furiosa sorry she like you know hauls calls between towns that are lit up with all this light basically the world's engulfed in darkness and the dark can turn you into a shadow monster and um so that's what it is it's the it's mad max with 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 monsters in the dark and um she was delivering uh this family to this town they get there and this is the final issue in that arc and we find out some things about what's happening and um final battle big huge monster battles and stuff and everybody's shooting and dying and you know um but also a bunch of flashbacks um typical scott snyder jumping back and forth between flashbacks trying to you know exposition dumps between action beats and you can tell okay this is the last 
issue in the arc. Let's wrap things up real quick. And he does that again. But he still sets up stuff, sets up uh, what's happening. We still haven't seen the, the, the main, the black, black top bill or whatever. He's like a total shadow guy. Um, he's like the main villain. We haven't seen him really get down. Like there, there's, there's a conf- final confrontation coming up, but it doesn't happen yet. Um, and so I guess this is going to be another ongoing. So this particular story arc comes to an end and it sets up the next one. And uh, it was pretty cool. Four out of five, you know, cool artwork, cool, pretty cool uh, storyline. It's just, you know, Scott Snyder jumping back and forth, you know. So, yeah, pretty cool. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, I'm booked out. I got to know. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, yeah, like I said, if you listen to this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Like I said, we have us with the comic bullies here. We also have this Geeks and Comics. Like I said, uh, Gomer and his his pack of... uh, of reviewers do a whole different list of books than we do or when they do the books we do they have a completely different opinion opposite opinion of what we do so definitely listen to both and kind of compare notes that's what i kind of do listen to both of them just to see oh damn he didn't like that or you like that okay yeah. uh big willie big willie just checked in i think he checked back out but yeah he has like a a, a creative outlet interview podcast he does pretty much every hour on the hour so uh <laughs> Don't hit us up. If you hit us up, I'm going to direct you to him and he will have you and be ready because when I see you to him, he's going to reach you, have you recording and interviewing the next 30 minutes. <laughs> so it's like dominoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you have a creator, if you're a creator or a comic book writer, an artist, and you got something to share, go to Big Willie. He will, he's yeah. the one who does that. So yeah. Hell, you like when he's seen you there sooner or later. He did. Uh, he did reach out to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we you need to get on this. We're gonna we're gonna work that out. I'm gonna wait so, till yeah. this shit comes out. So when I <laughs> <laughs> don't do it just now, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah, like I said, next week we'll review something else. We don't know what's coming out. It's kind of slowing down, but it's gonna pick back up with the all the movie shit coming out. So yeah. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Q Ravens with Woodside, let's go. My thumb struck a lot of lighters, pulled a lot of all nighters, banned from some after hour spots. My crew would choose violence, move in silence. Who knew I grew to build an empire? Streets had me against the ropes, would have thought I was zip lining. Text and dresser, money off tech, pushing a Tesla. Rolled up a fresh one, it's one IPO to the next one. Rich from corporate, a thug and expensive mistakes. It's all a racket, it's the same thing, just the risk that you take. Moving too fast, blues on your ass. Them boys came through with the task, peek through the blinds, you knew it was curtains, breadwinner, take a L, leave the whole family hurting, seen it a million times, sister, wash him out with the verdict, saw him clean as a whistle, drinking premium liquor, in between two Argentinian sisters, they counting up for me until their fingers get blisters, what I blew that on, I cannot seem to remember, this not even bragging, Okay, it's gonna be okay. Flyish nigga in this rap shit. Yo. As I'm looking at the New York skyline, reminiscing on nighttime shootouts with my guys pouring this white wine. You could rich a million your left wrist, keeping perspective. We on God's time. The world is yours. What happens when dealers reduce the addicts? 
What happens when kings don't see their potential status? What's your exit plan? Face to face with my omens, I never ran. Stood on stages, most never can. Pyrotechnics and leather pants. Shifting the culture. Mention me with Mick Jagger and Bono like your poster. I'm standing next to rookies somehow, they looking older. The altitude I'm at is so cold, it'll make your nose run. How you expect to get love if you don't show none? I should send you little niggas on the store run. How we moving is no cut. I'm from the era of razor blades and coke dust. People living with no trust. Champagne in the soap suds. So I'm clean as a whistle. Drinking premium liquor in between two Argentinian sisters. They counting up for me until their fingers get blisters. What I blew that on, I cannot seem to remember. The world is yours. Scarface Tony Montana shit. It's yours. R.I.P. Ecstasy from Houdini DMX, Prince Marky D, Shock G Real rap gods, do you know the meaning? All the rap brothers we lost this year, the last year Hey yo, check it out, run to the store for me man Give me veggie chips, blunts in a bottle You got this shit all twisted man, it's about rank You ain't there yet, think you wanna send me the store? I own the store man, I'm just testing you I got the hood playing golf wild, ball style Crucifixes over the chrome, heart you get crossed out People batter down, agent hate getting passed around Tiger happy, both his parents' lives matter now Marble floors is my common law, we company builders I inspired those who inspired you to run up millions Not perfect, persistent, keep it more pure than the purest I do this for the Jets and them good-hearted jurors